Hi, you're listening to Oh Hey Heather, Tell Me a Story. Real stories, real experiences, by real people. I hope you enjoy. So it's the first time I've ever done this, but I actually rambled on for a whole minute and just realized I didn't even have my microphone turned on. That just happened. But hey, at least it was a minute in and not like flip an hour. But anyway, this is new. It's new. Um, I have had some ideas about businesses and things that I, I don't know, things I just think. So I thought I'll just say them as I think them and try to figure out why I think them because a lot of people think I'm weird. But I say thank you. My first one is Jersey Mike's. My kid works there. He's probably works there too. It's pretty cool to watch him being all like, I got a job. And uh, now he's 16, so he can work five hours instead of three hours. And I'll tell you, you know, we complain about the workforce and yada, yada. And I get it. I mean, there is definitely a lowered expectation of service. Like, it's become a forgetting art especially as we can rely more and more on technology to give us the answers we need and not need somebody. But sometimes you just need somebody. So um, I know the world is trying to make sure that happens less and less. But I think there's a, there's still a lot of riches in that niches. Um, anyway, I think they should allow teenagers... And by teenagers, I mean, I really miss Iowa for that reason, which is you got your permit when you were 14 and you could work when you were 14. Ohio's different. You have to be 15.5 to get a permit and you have to be 16 to work six hours or five hours and have a little bit more responsibilities like he can now cook on the grill. He's like, yep. But he was looking forward to it. Because he's like, oh, I totally want to cook on the grill. Why can't I cook on the grill? Because you got to be 16. Okay. Which, it's not their fault. It's the, them's the rules. I mean, crap. I had to have a flipping meeting this afternoon because we have to talk about it. If we fully, fully open, which... We've been running, I mean, the majority of everybody's at home, so we haven't missed a beat. I mean, it's been a miracle, miracle. But if if we're going to have to, I have to start, starting tomorrow, when I walk out of my office, so if I got to go pee, if I got to get a glass of water, um, if I have to walk over to someone else's office to ask them a question... I have to wear a mask. I have to have my temperature checked before I come in the building. Documented. We have to provide all that stuff. Plus, you know, the sanitizers and the wipes and all this stuff. Like, these are mandatory. Like, if you read the list, these are things you have to have. Dividers of plexiglass. and. Well, guess what, folks? 
I mean, the entire meat industry just fumbled and it didn't have to. And now you're going to have to pay for like a $20 chicken wing. Sorry, B-dubs. Wendy's ain't got the beef. And I don't know, it's like, it's insane because we're euthanizing animals. We are killing cows and chickens because they're reproducing at a faster rate than what they can store them alive. Just imagine, like, I don't know, it's like, this is truly chicken or the egg here, man. So yeah, those processors better figure that out. I mean, I know Tyson's got hit. They legit had a problem. Because there was no problem. I mean, I literally... I, I admit, it's a little bit of insider trading. But... We have relatives there. And one of them was a worker there that got it. And it was... Truly what they're saying. And... Similar to here, we had a prison. Same thing, bringing the National Guard. So... It's not like they're sitting there going, I'm going to undercut the farmer and I'm going to do it. No, it's because they literally just can't function. But then there's others that are really taking advantage of the situation saying, ha, I just upped my price. So that's not cool. That's just not cool. But back to what I was saying about Jersey Mike's. I know. I think kids should be able to sign a waiver with their parents and allow them to do things that they are comfortable doing if the other person is comfortable doing it as well. I know that that's probably there's a reason it's, but I mean, I was fine. Wouldn't have a problem if we were like them. And I grew up that way. And to me, it was great because I had two solid years of practicing with my parents to drive to where by the time I got my license, I actually felt pretty good about it because I had been doing it since I was 14. This place, you have six months to practice at best. Eight hours with an instructor. See ya. But Iowa was a lot easier to navigate. I mean, everything's like grid. The road is, the roads are grids. If you pull it up on a map, you're like, yep, grid. H Street, G Street, X Street, Y Street. And they're all farms. I mean, you know, I mean, it's like there's busy cities. However, much not in between. So, it is a little easier to drive in Iowa than it is in Ohio, but it's not that bad. It's not that different. It's not like you're in flipping Chicago or something. I would never drive there. Well, I say that because I did once and I said I'll never do that again. Even Indianapolis, holy crap. Go at 5 o'clock. Stupid. We like plan our trips around not being in Indianapolis when we're going home at any of the drive times. I mean, I'm sure it's not a problem now. I mean, I'm sure if we wanted to fix all those broken potholes and roads. Now would be the time to do it. But um, So Jersey Mike's is next to a nail salon. And I think there well, there's several points to the story. I can start with the points. First thing is, is if I was Jersey Mike's or any type of food in a strip mall to this day, which listen to me, food truck people. Cause I've heard, I've heard the rumors that food truck people are going to start buying strip malls and having a little food truck thing with the outside. I get it. It's cute. I think, yep. Makes perfect sense. You could have like a food truck strip 
know, permanent little places. And then you could use that also as your like little logistics center or something. I don't know, but I think that's cute. All right, so hear me out. While you're slowly converting one at a time, because for some reason mattress stores can still be on their own, and for some reason people really think rent to own is a great idea, and trust me, it is not. It is not. Do not rent to own, please. Go to a restore, and they got good stuff. Anyway, um, you should have an exclusivity clause drawn up from here on out that if these strip malls do not have their own independent ductwork system, ventilation systems, or maybe it's just soaking through the drywall. I have no idea. But under no circumstances should food ever be next door to nails. I don't even... And look, I'm not... I'm not jabbing at the nail industry. I'll tell you, I really like me a good pedicure. That is one thing my uh, my friend got me into, and her and I now do that with our daughters. And I mean, my I always did it with my daughter too, but I never did it with like a friend. So sisters, yes. So I guess I've been doing it a lot, but now I feel like I do it more often because I still do it with them also. So it's like a pedicure is actually a bonding thing for women. And so you go do pedicures together. Well, when you start to have more and more people that you do pedicures with, you tend to be a lot better. And by a lot better, I mean, I literally go once a quarter at best, probably twice a year. But I would be down for every other month. I'd do it six times a year. I don't know. You just feel better about yourself with them and you'd keep them busy in the seasons. But they should not be next to restaurants. Nope, nope. Spending one hour in a nail salon every other month is not the same as working on the other side of the wall five hours, three times a week. <laughs> I'll tell you the one thing about the whole COVID thing, you know, they're still doing curbside delivery or pickup. So he's still getting hours, which I'm really proud of them. Cause you know, I would have thought, cause he was 15 through most of it. He just turned 16. I give them kudos because a 15 year old can work for three hour shifts and they can like do cleaning and they can prep sandwiches and he can even hit the cash register. So I guess, I mean, he is functional and useful, but if somebody ordered, you know, like a wrap, he'd be like, oh, Hey boss, I need you to cook me chicken. <laughs> So I just thought with them having older people that actually use that as their income to live on and not a teen, you know, just learning what a job is like, that that's who you would cut. I mean, because he's, you know, he's got everything covered. He's okay. No harm, no foul. Just, you know what I mean? He would be someone you could cut. And they didn't. So, I mean, I admit for a while there, he was probably working once every seven to ten days for three hours but it was great because it got him out and he really felt like he was doing something like brave so 
I was really, I'm very, very happy. And I'm very proud of the way they take care of him because the manager at that store, he's, I would, I don't even know. He's probably somewhere. Cause I'm really, the older you get, it's harder to tell now. I, I've messed people's ages up all the time. Um, so I would put him between 25 and 35. Um, just a really good guy. Teach him. You know, he's like, Hey, this is how you do it. This way, this is where it works. Okay. And there's, there's a camaraderie there. They all respect him. He's got another friend that works there and a brother. So obviously he uses the, the youngsters to network themselves with other good youngsters like themselves, because why wouldn't you want a good kid to have a good kid with him? Especially if they enjoy their time and they act appropriate, you know, they don't, they're very respectful young men. So anyway, before the nail salons were shut down, which I hear they're opening up pretty soon. So hear me out. I would, I couldn't dine in Jersey Mike's because I couldn't handle the, the smell, the, that like that acrylic thick, you know, when you're walking in the mall and you smell the nail salon, that, that, uh, almost like the remover smell, but like, but then you've been in them and you see how fine the nail dust goes. And I'm like, I'm in Jersey Mike's and I'm looking at all these foods that just look amazing. And I smell that. So it's like it, it jacks your brain because you're not able to bring in all of the senses of what a sandwich shop is. I mean, I know when you walk in a subway and you walk out, you carry it with you. So I don't mean like that. I mean, when you walk in, you smell those sandwiches and they're like, because mm. uh, they're, they're different. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I wrote a blog on my site a long time ago about how I'm, I'm confused with Subway. I'm wondering where they're, um, I'm wondering if this might be what'll help. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying because people still eat there, but it's becoming a very dark, like bloody watered, blue oceany uh, sub shops in strip malls fight. And I think their competition is better twice over because I would say Jersey Mike's, Jimmy John's. I'm not exposed to the other ones, but I've heard other ones are good, but those are the ones that are like here. Just enjoy them better. Anyway, I'm just saying to any people that are going to have food, nail salons are not going away. In fact, I, I think you should almost start making strip malls destination themes. So, because they're all there. I mean, there's so many strip malls, so many road frontages. I remember I worked with a, a coder d designer, like he was really cool. Um, his wife actually worked there for a while too. He always said like, like he made it that frontage roads were one of his biggest, the only thing that he was the most hateful of about the fact that they created a road for a road that do doesn't even make sense is, uh, the round, the roundabouts, but now they have roundabouts to frontage roads, which I always think of him cause I think, oh, I bet he's so pissed. Um, Anyway, you know, maybe you have one and it's all food trucks. And then you guys 
us food truck people can have everybody park on the outsides and walk into it all and then have like a big open socializing place where no matter what food truck you went to you can all chill and hang out because you got all your little high tops and your standing room and then you know your little distancing and all that weird shit and then the bands and anyway then you could take another strip mall and you could make it prep my life you could have like massage you could have pedicures you could have um what else what else uh maybe like a sally's or an ulta like a beauty place um like a merle norman like michael mudd's wife robin oh she's awesome i think it's bellevue tennessee and you could just have all of these treat yourself type places you know maybe some boutiques but it's it's where people who like those kinds of things go and I'm not saying it all has to be directed at female because there could be ways I mean there's a lot of males that will admit they like to get a massage they like to get pedicures there's nothing wrong with it I don't know about you women but I don't need my hot muscle-bound bodied husband that is like carpenter guy to have bad feet like I don't care. He can come sit with me and get some bubblies and file down the, I don't know, what you even call it at this point. I think we need to figure out how to get guys to understand that pedicures aren't a bad thing. They would thank you. Um, so yeah, I would explore that because this is going to end up being weird for a while and y'all know as well as I do most strip malls most malls most every other store in the world has a good 30% of their parking lots that they never use oh well we have to have that many you know Black Friday I'm like well whatever so, I think you could spare lots of feet and rope it off and make it like a meeting of the place or something. I don't know. So, let me get back to the animals. My mom said a really wise thing. She said that uh, she had heard Oprah gave $10 million to, uh, I don't know if it was a, a city or a county or just in a general area, I'm not sure, but she, she donated $10 million to help people in disparity who were high risk and um, in areas where they're just, it's not their fault, it's their environment. And that's a whole nother deal too because I also think people confuse characteristics or stereotypes when it all comes down to disparity within the community that was never set up to succeed and was ignored by the people that claim to protect it and our cracks are showing speaking of just like crack just like heroin just like all the other things that are like lacing through our house our places abuse on children 
murder. I mean, you think about all the bad things that happen in our country. And we allow it. We say, oh my goodness, I'm scared. I'm not letting my people do this, 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 and this, and this, because this is bad. When the fact is, we, as people who are appalled at all of those things, are the majority, I bet, 90% of the time, I don't know, I have no scientific data, but I'm guessing when you look at the heart of who we are and the people that we are, if there was a contract you could sign that said, I promise, oh wait, it's called the Ten Commandments, but let's say you sign this and you're like, yes, I will abide by these rules because these are the rules that make sense for humanity. And as long as we abide by all of these rules, we don't need the 50,000 other rules that come with it that may or may not be true or documented or the way it works. And we could have a normal life where we don't have fear everywhere we go. All the time. We could eradicate this. Crime and violence and things are repetitive. They're cyclic. Cyclic. They're, they're learned and very, very, very few are born. I mean, there are sociopaths. I, I understand that those things happen. But most of it is generational at best because of the, like I said, being in the place you don't succeed. Anyway, she's given $10 million to one of these places, okay? And my first response was, okay, great, but why wouldn't you give them all free Weight Watchers memberships on their phones and pay for phones and set them up. Get them, use the 10 million and like hire psychiatrists or psychologists or therapists or counselors or um, financial helpers and investors and, you know, get them real estate. I mean, you yourself said there's nothing more valuable than than land there's only so much of it you know get them and I'm not saying because believe me I've seen firsthand what happens I mean it's called how I won the lottery you know you just watch that for a while and you can see how disparate people who have not had education or understood certain things and then win a lottery tend to repeat their problems over and over again because it was never money It was, you know, not having that discipline or that resiliency, that understanding of the bigger picture. I mean, I cried when I found out about this one guy that they were going through his story. And the first time he ever left the walls of the city he was arrested in as a gang was on the bus to go to the prison, which was out of town. He had never seen these things. He didn't see a world outside of the world he was in. That's the truth for a lot of people. Lots and lots of people. And you just have to show them. Maybe it's going to take a million times. Maybe they're too broken. I don't know. But you're not going to know if you just write them a check. And that's why I love Oprah. Man, I love Oprah. I want to have dinner with her. I want to speak with her. I would love to meet her. I think her and I and several other people would have a wonderful time getting to know each other. I think. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. 
I've never met her. She's just on TV. But she, anytime I've heard her speak, she is genuine. For sure. Um, right there with Tiffany Haddish. Oh my gosh, I love that flipping lady now. Ricky Gervais. I'm finishing a whole story on Ricky Gervais. That guy is a genius. Genius writer. My gosh. But, um, I don't know. I was like, come on, girl. I thought you'd come up with something, like, really innovative, you know? Like, bam. And, uh, then my mom was like, well, yeah, because all the farmers, they're like, destroying all of their crops because there's nowhere no one's getting them because everything's closed and I was like what doesn't make sense like in our own country we could not logistically figure out how to get food to the people that needed it and cover it for the people who grew it like like, I understand if your farm got sick, like with the COVID or whatever, and you had to shut down for so many weeks or something. But I don't understand how you, but I guess, I, I don't know. I just would think that, and again, I'm naive. I'm not a farmer. I, just, I know you have to pay your workers, so, but that would make it a business. And if it's a business, then it would qualify for all the stuff. So anyway. My point is, if you could just continue doing what you would have normally done, even if worst case scenario is you give it all to the food banks, you could still write it off, right? And then I thought, man, wouldn't it be cool if not only did Oprah get them all their Weight Watchers, get them their coaches and counselors and people and, you know, um, take care of, you know, help people with like stories and grants and, you know, they can apply for things that they need and you can like decide what you can do to help them. And, uh, and then you get some of your celebrity chef friends like Rachel and all them and they do large outdoor demonstrations in the park with everyone distanced learn doing a cooking class together and learning how to cook it together and they're simple things like six ingredients or less meals and you have all these farmers just bringing in all this food and they're wheeling in all the fresh stuff that they grew on our American soil you know and you show them how it works wouldn't that be awesome and then you partner with Amazon who agrees to donate and like drone drop whatever their system is. Like they could use that as their beta testing on how they could make it work because they would then provide it to everybody ongoing with their whole food stuff. And then they can learn and get healthy and hopefully, you know, mentally, physically, spiritually transform the town, you know, change. We need change. So I thought that was really cool for my mom. But, um, I have a lot more ideas. I just think I need some family time right now. So I'm going to stop there. And, um, yeah. Call me about some strip mall deals. I'll help you.
And there you have it, another episode of Oh Hey Heather. I hope it has made you think of a story of your own, or how you could relate to this one, or if anything, just something you could enjoy. Thanks everyone and have a great one. Thank you.